Commander Nolan ducked through the hatch into the combat information center of the UFC Johnston. It was smaller than he was used to. The consoles set closer to each other than they'd been back at the office of fleet intelligence. Seven people made the room positively claustrophobic, and he imagined that this was what sailors had experienced aboard submarines just a few centuries past. Captain, we're clearing the sun's corona, inductive field down to 12%. I'm bringing thrusters online. Emo called over his shoulder in a strange southern drawl, completely at odds with his appearance. Waif thin and pale, he wore black lipstick and white makeup. The left side of his head had been shaved, while the shiny black hair on the right side drooped over his face. He sat near the far end of the CIC, his simple chrome chair aimed at the viewscreen. That viewscreen showed the most breathtaking vista Nolan had ever seen. Pillars of flame hundreds of miles high shot up around them, more than one coming perilously close to their destroyer-class vessel. Emo deftly maneuvered around the flares, slowly gaining distance from the star. The fact that it was even possible to escape a sun's gravitational pull was nothing short of miraculous, but the Helios drives made it commonplace. They simply harnessed the sun's own energy. Commander, are you going to join us? called a gruff voice. Nolan turned toward the voice, which had come from a chair on the opposite side of the room, one that was set a little higher than the rest, a subtle reminder that the person sitting there was in charge. In this case, that person was a short man in his early sixties, a person Nolan had revered his whole life, the legendary Captain Dreiker, hero of the Tigris War. His white beard was scraggly, and his hair hadn't seen a brush since Nolan had boarded three days past, but the captain's eyes were sharp, and his leanly muscled physique was still that of a much younger officer. Yes, sir, Nolan said, realizing he was still standing just inside the narrow hatchway. He threaded between the communication consoles, wishing he knew the names of the two techs working there. He stepped up next to the captain's chair, folding his hands behind his back. You're two minutes early the captain said, though his eyes were fixed on the view screen. Yes, sir. I prefer being early, Nolan said, though he had the impression that the captain wasn't really listening. Captain, Emo called, spinning his chair to face them. You're going to want to see this. Check grid 729, sir. Noted, Dreiker said, scanning a data pad sitting in his lap. He loosened the collar of his uniform, revealing a coffee stain on the cotton shirt underneath. Nolan waited for several moments while the captain scanned. Dreiker finally looked up, meeting Nolan's gaze. What do you make of this, Commander? He handed the pad to Nolan, who quickly scanned the data. It's a debris field, sir. From the alloy, I'd suggest it's probably the remains of a Tigris vessel. It's smaller than I'd expect, though. A science vessel, maybe? Very good. Dreiker replied, giving a tight nod. And what can you deduce from the situation? Nolan was silent as he glanced between the view screen and the data pad. There were a lot of desperate pieces, but he knew they added up to something, something the captain was already aware of. There was a battle, and that battle was recent. Tigris don't generally send their science vessels outside their own space, and they certainly don't send them to a human colony like Marcona. Good, but there's a more urgent fact you're missing, Dreiker said, eyeing Nolan frostily.
Nolan resisted the urge to blush. He'd only been aboard the Johnston for a few days, and didn't mind admitting that the war hero intimidated him. Sir? The debris is close, maybe 300,000 clicks from the sun's corona, Riker supplied, raising an eyebrow. Ah, I should have caught that, Nolan replied, finally understanding. He tensed. The battle was recent, very recent. If this had been even a few hours ago, the debris field would have already been pulled in by the sun's gravity. The Johnston had cleared the corona and was accelerating toward the debris field. As they approached, the view screen's magnification shifted to provide a close-up. Large chunks of bronze-colored alloy floated in space, sinking gradually closer to the sun. Set condition one throughout the ship, Dreiker barked.